for example, public transport here in Sweden, mm -hmm. they were actually avoiding to sit beside someone else already before. Mm -hmm. So you, you could see in any, any Swedish bus, everyone sitting close to the windows yeah. and then all the other spots are, are free and some people standing up. So the physical distance was already here before the, the pandemic. Welcome to Quarantine Dailies, an experimental podcast that each day explores these unprecedented times through the voice and perspective of a different one of us around the world. I'm Jada Picard, and like many of us, I'm stuck at home. As more and more of us get quarantined, our daily lives, jobs, relationships have been affected in ways that were simply unpredictable. Our goal with Quarantine Dailies is to bring you a different personal story every day, from how their life was before this all began, how it is now with quarantining and social distancing, and what they are striving to do or shape up for the future. Yes, a lot of it is bad and scary. But through these conversations, it's clear. There is space for opportunity and optimism, even if in small, everyday ways. Thank you so much, Anna, for taking some time to speak with me today. So just to introduce yourself, could you quickly say your name, uh, what you do, and where in the world are you right now? Yeah, so my name is Anna Costa. I'm Spanish, and mm -hmm. I moved to, to Sweden one year and a half ago to work mm -hmm. for an automotive, uh, a car automaker, yeah, mm -hmm. as an engineer. Sweet. And so, so you're an engineer. W what is it that you're really that you really like uh, about being an engineer? Ah, uh, that's a tricky question. Uh, I'm an engineer, and I, I, I'm very happy with the background that I got at university. Mm -hmm. But I'm actually very much interested in the business part of of, oh, cool. of, mm -hmm. of everything, uh, and uh, so that's a little bit tricky. <laughs> that's good. That's a good answer. And another one is like. Because I did engineering, and when I did engineering, about 10% of the people in my class were girls. And, and I work at Jaguar Land Rover, and you know, over there, same thing. You know, Aside from PR, everybody, it was just, just guys. So how do you feel? What, what's been your experience so far, particularly over there in, in Sweden? Yeah, I would say that, yes, at university, I felt, like you mentioned, and it was mainly uh, male students uh, mm -hmm. in my class. But then really here in working in this company in Sweden, I can really see a, a very good uh, gender balance oh, in, in many areas uh, from R&D to, to commercial side. Mm -hmm. Of course, there is some uh, imbalance sometimes if you move towards uh, manufacturing, sometimes mm -hmm. you have more male colleagues, but still like they are trying to raise the, the, the numbers of girls being involved and they have lots of programs also to promote that. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, Sweden is known as one of the most uh, the countries that does the most to try and balance it out somehow. So it's yes, really, definitely. That's cool to hear that your your perspective still is is aligned with that, which is yes, it awesome. is. Yeah, sweet. And back in in January, it was probably super dark over there. I don't know, but I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Painfully dark. <laughs> yes. Uh, what What are your big big goals for the year? Yeah, so for this year, I had the expectation to to go to spend some time in a in a Euro European market, mm -hmm. working in one of our sales companies. Mm -hmm. But actually, everything changed uh, yeah. after February. So basically, I, I had to stay here in Sweden. So that uh, kind of target for this year is uh, totally, yeah, gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. And so, so when when did you start feeling? that COVID-19 was, was impacting your personal, personal life? Yeah. So 
I think actually like last year I, I spent over half a year living in China oh, and sweet. in Shanghai. So by that uh, time, COVID was already there, as we all know, but we were not aware of that. And I moved, uh, I, I came just for Christmas holidays to, to Europe and we started to, to hear about this, but it felt like something very distant. I had mm -hmm. some colleagues still uh, in China living there who had many troubles with, with the situation because they were basically stuck. They couldn't apply mm. for like the residence permit back in Europe if they were not uh, European citizens. Mm. And, uh, and then it was uh, very messy for them. For me personally, it, uh, it started to, to pop up uh, also at work, I think, because we, we have a global footprint in my company and we also have headquarters in Asia Pacific, in China specifically. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then we saw that this was really something bigger than we ever thought and it started to like all news came from from that side from the business side at the beginning and of course like yeah you talk about china something very far away uh, but then suddenly it was already in south europe in italy after some months and then uh, yeah very quickly moved to spain so um, in my, my personally it really touched me because I, my all my family is in spain and yeah. it was a very big uh, Epi, uh, epicenter for, for the outbreak in South Europe in Madrid. And, uh, but here in Sweden, actually, it hasn't impacted that much. Mm. It was, yeah, basically like some routines changed. We started to work more from home, but things are pretty much uh, the same. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to ask you about that, that, that Swedish, Swedish model and uh, how, so for the most part, are still businesses still open and you can still... And still yes. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, like uh, you, stores are open, the bars, restaurants, everything's open. There are some changes, of course, like you can't uh, drink or eat uh, at the bar uh, of, of a restaurant. Or, but besides that, you just need to sit in a table, then, 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 then the rest is basically the same. Of course, the crowds are limited to 50 people, but like it doesn't really affect the, the Swedish uh, lifestyle. Yeah, they, they were already like, uh, it, it's, it's interesting because uh, when you go um, into, for example, public transport here in Sweden, mm -hmm. people, now they are actually uh, fastening the seat belts in the, in, the, in the seats so that people don't sit in all spots available. But mm -hmm. that's not really uh, so useful because they were actually avoiding to sit beside someone else already before. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, you could see in any, any Swedish bus, like everyone sitting close to the windows yeah. and then all other spots are, are free and some people standing up. So that's uh, the, so the physical distance was already here before the, the pandemic. <laughs> so the Swedish culture is very culturally adapted to the post-pandemic world. Yes, kind of thing. It's like definitely. no hugs, no nothing. Just like, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, sweet. And, but, but then you had to deal with that reality, which is a reality that where like everything's just a bit sensible. Also, Sweden, like way lower density, even in Stockholm compared to, you know, most yeah even most european countries right so very very different things uh and you're more you know you're in gothenburg so it's a different exactly. different area not too many people comparatively and but then you have to deal with that reality versus like what's happening with your family back home is everything okay yes. with them 
Yeah, they are perfectly fine, but I, I really have like some kind of conflict uh, mm. within myself. I have mixed feelings because I, I know I, I have almost total freedom to do whatever, to go outside, mm. to go for a walk. We actually like uh, with my son reduced group of friends I, I hang out with. We go for hikes, uh, we go, mm. do barbecues outside. And then at the same time, my family is confined at home and it feels very strange. And there were some, like some weeks ago, I, I, I wasn't really going out as much just because I was feeling guilty. Mm, it, because I saw all my friends, all my family staying home. And then I said, okay, I will just stay home too and talk to them. And <laughs> yeah, it's so strange. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, very different perspective you have because you, you've been, you guys have definitely been way less impacted by all those decisions. So now, I mean, so the, this concept of reopening, like he's not even really being spoken in Sweden right now then, because it's, this, is there anything, because I mean, you guys are probably going to just going to keep those standards for, for a while. I mean, or is yes. there, yeah. It seems like I, uh, now back in Spain, they are starting to talk about uh, phase one, phase two, mm-hmm. what measures we should take in uh, and when. Mm-hmm. But here in Sweden, actually, it's just more recommendations. Mm-hmm. So people, there is a, a very high awareness on the situation and people do try to, to take some precautions, but it's, there is no real control from mm-hmm. any governmental agency or police or like in other countries. So it feels pretty relaxed. And yeah, I, I, some, some things uh, might change. I think they were like um, starting because actually school never stopped here for for mm-hmm. younger uh, kids and they, they were now discussing if they should open it up uh, for other uh, other years of um, like high school etc mm-hmm. but like they, they're having a super normal life so just uh, some precautions like yeah like everyone else uh, washing your hands trying not to touch uh, everything yeah. and some physical distance but it's, otherwise, I yeah. Don't think, yeah. And as you said, a lot of a lot of companies still working from home whenever you can. But otherwise, yes, th- and it's uh, very well accepted. So um, you try to coordinate in some uh, parts of the organization. Uh, they they try to just uh, half of the people work like they, they go to work every other week. So then mm-hmm. they manage to keep uh, just fifty uh, percent of the people at the office. Yeah. But yeah, unless you have a very need to do a face to face meeting, then you can stay home and. It's people, people are used to work from home in a productive way, actually. Oh, fascinating. So what is it for you personally? What is it that you're the, the most anxious about at this stage? Yeah, I was more anxious before, mm-hmm. some weeks ago. Now I feel a little bit like, okay, I give up. It's like too much things to think about when, when you just want to go out. Or So then now I'm just... Um, doing uh, the best I can, but not really, not really with uh, too much focus. Uh, the, the, the biggest uh, anxiety for me now, it comes from, from my family in Spain. Basically, mm-hmm. my mom, she's, she's not so young uh, mm-hmm. any longer. So she's now in the, in the group risk. So yeah, it's from there that I, that I feel a little bit more nervous. Yeah. Is there any, any particular thought or concept that, that you've been thinking about or pondering about? a lot recently mm, well uh, i've been really using my time more investing my time more in myself mm-hmm. so yeah reading 
much more than before and uh, doing much more exercise also and um, eating more healthy yeah i don't know this really made me think that i i should now really take care of myself because Mm. health is the only thing you have actually Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's the main things that you've that you've been focusing on like it's just like your personal health your personal care yeah exactly i think so yeah that's really quite interesting because um like over here we went the other way we uh, we started baking a lot and uh, there's a lot of yes. carbs in our life while before there wasn't that many carbs <laughs> yeah i started like that too but then yeah but then i started to think okay let's let's try to be <laughs> to turn it around oh yeah you guys it are, is like an opportunity yeah. <laughs> way ahead no we're still very much there we learned how to make bread which is pretty impressive we're very impressed with ourselves yeah. which is nice and and for yourself personally what what do you think are the biggest opportunities that you see for yourself through through all of this yeah in a personal note i would say that living here in sweden like you mm-hmm. you feel a little bit uh, far away from everything in europe but still you have some countries close and every time you have any kind of break uh, bank holidays uh, you try to go out to take some planes and travel somewhere mm-hmm. and i think now I, I, I think I will give Sweden a, an opportunity and I, I will spend more time discovering the country I'm living in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anywhere in particular that you're excited to, to discover within Sweden? I think the countryside. Yeah. It's like a, a very important part of, uh, for any Swede. The, the Swedish lifestyle is based on nature. Mm-hmm. Anything they do is based uh, on, on, on being in contact with nature, They're going for hikes, walks. Uh, it's always related to that. And I think, I think yeah, I, I would like to go to some areas like uh, Vermland and some, some more central uh, areas in, in Sweden uh, mm-hmm. where you can really enjoy nature. And they have very nice hiking tracks. And, and also now, yeah, I, I even went last weekend to pick up some wild herbs first time oh. in my life so yeah. you went to the to the woods or something and actually pick up some yes, wild herbs yes with some friends and they were teaching me which ones you can eat and and we were cooking and everything yeah yeah very wow interesting. amazing and uh, are you going to go hunting as well or something like that because they no they... no 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 <laughs> <laughs> that i don't i don't dare to do that <laughs> the, the one time i went to sweden i was in a place called arboga and we we're staying like in an airbnb and in our the guys were uh, that ran the Airbnb, they, they, they came to our door once and she was a, she was the matron of the family and she was like, I don't know, 70 something years old, right? And she yeah. was like, do you want some, uh, do you want some reindeer? And I was like, sure. <laughs> she, she was like a huge chunk of reindeer and she was like, yeah, I shot it last, last winter. <laughs> it's like, there you go. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, well, that's great. No antibiotics, nothing like perfect meat to it. Yeah, and like shot by a 70-year-old woman. I was like, damn, this is a whole... Impressive. It's very impressive. I was like, damn. And uh, because the other thing that I don't think is that easy to understand normally is that Sweden is ridiculously large. It's like super tall, right? Really. And uh, and you're kind of like in the middle-ish or middle south? Uh, Middle south. Yeah. Middle South. So you have a lot of up to go still, if you want to. Yes, yes, yes. I should discover the North actually. But but yeah, there are some nice cities that you could go to, mainly in winter to see mm. the Aurora Borealis. Yeah. yeah. The, the nor- Northern uh, Lights. 
But uh, yeah, I, I think half of the country is actually not so active. They don't have so many people living over there. It's mainly <laughs> forest and snow. But uh, but yes, it's a lot of opportunities to visit in within Sweden. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm excited about discovering Sweden. I want to discover that in the Norway as well, like northern Norway, because yes. it sounds sounds the coastline Norway sounds is beautiful. Yeah, never been. Sounds really exciting. Mm-hmm. Nature yeah. is amazing. Yeah, sweet. Well, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Anna. And um, well, you don't really need to stay safe that much, but because I mean, you guys are pretty chill over there. But definitely, definitely enjoy enjoy your enjoy your time over there. Freedom. <laughs> enjoy your freedom. <laughs> exactly. <yes. laughs> it's probably the best place in the world to be right now. True story. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Quarantine Dailies, a project by J24D. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can show us your love in two ways. Number one, leave us a comment and five stars on Apple Podcasts or any other place you use to listen. Number two, do you know someone else who should be interviewed? Drop us a line at podcast at j24d.com with their name, their city, and contact details, and we'll be in touch. Now wash your hands, keep your social distancing, and stay safe, friends. Talk tomorrow.